Hello, fabulous friends, fans, and superstars. Welcome to your horoscope for the week of December 6, 2020. I am your astrologer, Nadia Shaw. Thank you for being here. It is a remarkable astrological week, and it isn't necessarily very active. That is next week. But I do feel like in some ways, it is this week that is beginning to lay the groundwork for next week's eclipse. But of course, next week isn't only about the solar eclipse that is coming up, but these huge shifts of energy that are set to take place. And I do think that a lot of people out there can already feel that changes are taking place, that something within the collective and within each of us individually is now going through a transformation. It is as if we, as a collective, know that a new day, a new age is on the horizon. Next week is huge. And of course, I like to talk about things as we go along, but I do wanna give you a little bit of a heads up. That sense that things are changing, that feeling you're having, it is very backed up by the astrology. And I feel that for many of us, what seems so important this week, and especially at the beginning of the week with this very erratic, very quick moving energy that we are gonna have, it is gonna be once we navigate past next week and especially once the clock shifts and we get to 2021, we really are going to understand that a new day is upon us. And that doesn't just mean for the collective, but in our own individual journeys as well. And so next week, not only do we have that very powerful solar eclipse in the sign of Sagittarius, which opens up the world in an instant and very quickly, it helps us to understand our place in the world differently than we did before. But we will have Jupiter and Saturn both changing signs, moving into the sign of Aquarius, gearing up for the great conjunction which is taking place the week after on the winter solstice, the 21st of December. And it is this omen in particular that denotes the sense of a, a new start and a new phase, a more expansive understanding, a more rational understanding. It is almost as if we are returning to the age of enlightenment. Now, if we think back, historically speaking, the age of enlightenment, and normally us in new age circles, we think of the word enlightenment as very closely associated with the Buddha. This idea to uh, free oneself of the limitations of um, our humanness, to rise above it, is to lighten oneself. And it is to be embodied, to still be here on earth, here and now in this lifetime, but to also not get caught up in it. These tend to be ways in which we understand what enlightenment means. But the age of enlightenment, the historical period, was one that emphasized um, science, uh, rationality, uh, being willing to see things from various perspectives. It emphasized what can be empirically proven. It was a time of accelerated growth where it came to what was happening with technology, with communication, with our ability to connect with more people. And it represented the beginning of sweeping, or at least the seed of the beginning 
of what would lead to greater and greater equality for more people around the world. And right now, the reason that I mention what's coming up next week is because right now, as much as there are these energies that may get our attention, in some ways they are very fleeting. What is really the big news with a week like this is that Jupiter and Saturn both are at anorectic degrees. They are at the very end of the sign of Capricorn. And that means that these particular degrees have been understood differently and conceptualized differently, but it's been thought of as concentrated energy. Some people call it crisis degrees. Now, I don't mean that we collectively are going to have crises, but what I mean is that there is this heightened intensity at this time and certainly related to Capricornian matters like how is the structure going to be? Is the structure going to be okay, right? What is dependable? What is reliable? How do we keep moving forward? What does it mean to move upward? And also the sign of Capricorn though can be very traditional. And so how we feel about tradition, where that fits in, what traditions are worth moving forward with, what aren't, all of this may come to the surface now. And it may also be a time when we are recognizing what structures are there and where it is perhaps there are big, powerful structures in place. Now that can be on a level of society, but it can also be within ourselves, right? The, the structures within our psyche that allow us to make sense of our lives, allow us to understand what is power, who has the power, where we feel we have it, where we feel we don't. All of these feelings are going to come to the surface for a whole lot of people out there. But it's almost like a necessary acknowledgement in order to reach the turning point. It is the energy of Aquarius that breaks free of structures and, and where it is that we thought things were always going to be a certain way, invites us to do things a whole new way, wonderfully so. And whereas the energy of Capricorn is thought to be conservative, uh, the energy of Aquarius is almost the, the flip of that. It is futuristic. It is about moving forward, looking ahead, and thinking about how what it is that we may be doing now is going to be symbolized, is going to show up once we get to the future. It's the ability to look ahead rather than consider the way that things have always been. It is breaking free of tradition. And we could say in some ways, beginning the seeds of new ones or new practices, new beliefs that will eventually become tradition in the fullness of time. And make no mistake, this is just the beginning. With this Aquarian energy on the horizon, we're going to have the great conjunction, Jupiter and Saturn in Aquarius, Saturn and Aquarius into 2023. And by the time Pluto gets there, we will start to be that much more fully immersed in the future, which right now hasn't even materialized yet. I feel like in so many ways, what what we think is so advanced, what we think of as the information age is in its infancy, like laughably so. 
and we are about to reach a more accelerated time. The other thing with Aquarian energy is that societies that have very strong Aquarian energies in their natal charts, because countries have their own birth charts as well, these tend to be uh, societies and cultures and countries that emphasize things like education, because there's this understanding that the mind is the great equalizer. Okay, so now I'm, I'm starting to get into what's coming up in 2021 uh, with Jupiter and Aquarius as well. Be on the lookout for those videos. I will dive into them uh, much more thoroughly once we move forward into next week and the week after as well. But I'm mentioning this now, all of this to give you some perspective and to put this week into context. We are in anorectic degrees of Capricorn and it is structure that so many of us are wanting. It is tradition or the way that things have always been. The desire for that is going to be very much on the surface, but it's almost like resistance is kind of futile because these huge changes are coming up right around the corner. And the other reason I mentioned that is because of this energy that we have this week that can be frustrating, that can be disappointing, we might be on a little bit of a roller coaster, emotionally speaking as well. Ultimately, this is little, it is small. Allow yourself to get excited about what is ahead because I do think it's going to be exciting and glorious and very, very special. So let's talk about here and now. As we begin the week, we have a couple of alignments that astrologers call a quincunx. And this is when two energies have to uh, get along very quickly. But also once we address a matter, it uh, also dissipates the energy very quickly as well. And so we do have Mars connecting with Venus. These two are considered uh, cosmic lovers, as it said. And Venus is um, an energy that has to do with love and sweetness and softness and gentleness. And the sign of Scorpio, though, she's quite intense, quite focused, um, sometimes with a depth of understanding, sometimes um, can, and this energy can be a little bit obsessive as well. But having this Venus speak with Mars, Mars and its home sign of Aries, strong in Aries. Venus is not very strong in the sign of Scorpio. And so you put these together and it can represent a moment where maybe some of us are adrenaline junkies. <laughs> maybe we get very excited, get very fired up, uh, get very determined, but lose sight of how valuable graciousness can be until we are reminded. So again, it may just represent a quick moment that ultimately doesn't have much larger consequence, but can represent a little bit of learning, a little bit of frustration. And we can choose to move forward very quickly. And also at the beginning of the week, we are going to have Uranus connecting with Mercury. Mercury moving through the sign of Sagittarius. It is going to be next week with the solar eclipse early in the week that Mercury and the sun will connect in the sky. They'll be close together while that eclipse is taking place. And so Mercury is mind, ideas, communication, what we're talking about personally, what we're thinking about personally, but also what we're talking about collectively as well. 
whether that is in terms of what we're talking about in the media, in terms of uh, what it is that is of interest to the population, what is on their minds. And Uranus is surprise. It is information that comes out of nowhere. It is new thought, new ideas, new ways of understanding. And it is freedom. It is an energy of freedom. I do also think that with Mercury in the sign of Sagittarius, Sagittarius has to do with a few different things, including politics, legal matters. It has to do with higher education and immigration and citizenship. So it may be in these realms in particular that there may be some quick moving events, maybe some very surprising news, but ultimately it represents a moment. It's an insight, it's an understanding, and then we move forward. It will be once we navigate to the middle of the week. Now, right around Wednesday or Thursday, depending on where you are on the planet, it will be the sun that connects to Neptune. This is a type of conversation that astrologers call a square. And it is this conversation that can suggest uncertainty, sometimes our own fears getting the best of us. There can be disappointment. There can be disillusionment. There can be a sense of having to acknowledge where things are not as straightforward as we may have liked. But I feel like this energy may represent a bit of a roller coaster, like an emotional roller coaster, where some of us may feel ourselves having a bit of a dip, emotionally speaking. And so it becomes very important for all of us out there to take the best of care of ourselves. Now, ultimately, whatever it is that feels uncertain or feels ephemeral, it feels like, you know, it isn't something that we can grasp as easily as we may like, an idea, an opportunity, it seems and it may feel like it slips through our fingers in some way. It is going to be once we navigate to the very end of the week right around Friday or Saturday, depending on where you are on the planet, this energy will perfect. And this is going to be the sun speaking in supreme harmony with Mars. Whereas the connection between the sun and Neptune, that's what astrologers call a square. It is an energy of tension. It is this energy at the end of the week of Mars and the sun that astrologers call a trine. It is supremely harmonious. It is easy energies. Both planets are in fire signs. They're in the same element. That creates the trine right there. But also the very nature of these planets themselves. The sun is natively ruled by a fire sign, Leo. It is in the sign of Sagittarius. And it is Mars, of course, in its home sign of Aries. And so both of these planets, they are fiery in their own nature, right? They are, they are hot. They are very alive. They are energies of life, felt, believed. And they are going to be speaking in supreme harmony. And I feel like this is going to be a wake-up call for a lot of people out there. It is enlivening and courageous. It is filled with valor, but also perspective as well. It is the sign of Sagittarius that says, this is my truth. It is Sagittarius that is ultimately a subjective truth. 
There are empirical truths, and I feel like empirical truths are Aquarius. Like, what do we actually know? What can actually be proven? I remember years ago, somebody asked me, um, they said something to the effect like, do you believe uh, that you're going to be reincarnated? What do you think happens after, you know, you die, basically? And I said, and it was almost instinctual. I said it almost automatically. But I said, well, I think that we can have faith about what may happen to us after we die and after we leave our bodies, right? What happens to our spirit, where we move on to. But the truth is, these aren't actually things that we know empirically. And so I think it's important to do what you can to be happy in this lifetime as much as you can. And that surprised this person because they expected, because it's me, they expected me to, you know, get philosophical and mystical and all of that. They didn't expect me to have that answer. But I do think faith is valuable. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely. Belief is valuable. We as human beings, we are meant to have faith. We are meant to believe. It was Freud who thought that the reason people believed in things like astrology and religion is because they couldn't accept the cruelty of fate. That was one of his criticisms, not only of astrology, but of religion as well. And I say, and I believe that we're not meant to accept the cruelty of fate because fate doesn't have to be cruel, that we as human beings have an innate need it is a part of our reality to seek meaning in all that happens. According to Freud, it isn't until we accept that life is random, the cruelty of fate, as he called it, until we accept that we can't really grow up on a level of our psychology. We can't really be adults. And yet, I think that the people who are the most wise, the most effective, the most loving, who represent the best that humanity can be, are those that don't just accept the cruelty of fate, but they say fate doesn't have to be this way. We're not meant to not have meaning. We have an innate need for meaning, for purpose. And this is something that's been discussed by philosophers again and again and again. So I think it's an important distinction, right? Empirical truths versus subjective truths. And what is a subjective truth ultimately is going to be deeply personal. But in one way or another, all of us right now are in the process of tapping into that. What is our subjective truth? What spiritual principles are going to guide our life moving forward from here? And then very quickly, the energy will change, right? all that Aquarian energy coming in, it becomes a lot more measured. And we, as a collective, start to emphasize and value not just subjectively what may be true, but also rationality as well. But I think it'll be an interesting contrast when I look at the energies coming up ahead. Again, I will save some of that for videos that are gonna be coming out over the course of the next week and two weeks and so. Also this week, we are going to have a beautiful harmonious alignment between Venus and Pluto. Venus in the sign of Scorpio, speaking with the modern ruling planet of that sign, Pluto. Now these two planets speaking in harmony in a type of conversation that astrologers call a sextile. And this is easy energy, yes, 
Um, but it encourages us also to be proactive. Now it is Pluto that speaks to fate and particularly the pull of fate, uh, where it is that whether it's emotions or events that can feel bigger than us. And Venus, of course, is the goddess of love, of pleasure, of joy. And it is going to be a desire that a lot of us have to be immersed in experiences of love, of joy, of pleasure. It is a good thing that this energy isn't too easy, right? If it was supremely harmonious, we may overdo it. But thankfully, that isn't the case. So we'll be able to check in with ourselves to make sure we're making choices that we can feel good about. But there may be a need to be mindful of things like spending, for example. Um, but when being strategic, this can make for lovely energy where it comes to where it is and how it is that we desire to celebrate our own unique beauty. One thing to be mindful though of is that we are in a period of eclipses. Uh, a period between eclipses, uh, the best way to approach it really is to be open, to be receptive. It's generally thought not to be the best time uh, to state very clear intentions or to tell the universe what it is you want and how it is that you want it delivered. Because very often, and especially in a period between eclipses, the universe may often have something way cooler planned for you than anything you could have planned for yourself. And so that's why, especially if it is that you like to do things like new moon rituals, full moon rituals, the general advice tends to be it's a good idea that if you're going to do anything like that during an eclipse, uh, to have it centered around openness and receptivity and acceptance. Having said that, with this energy happening in a period between eclipses, I would be mindful about anything too permanent. But for all that, this energy can still be a lot of fun, the kind of joy that changes us from the inside out. And in a period between eclipses, the impression that that joy makes can stay with us for a very long time to come. What I love about this week for us, while I love that big changes are very much on the horizon, we can feel it, we can sense it, that we as a collective are about to change our modus operandi. We are about to change the way in which we understand ourselves and our power and how it is that we should be in the world and how it is that we should be with each other. And also the upcoming energy, it is simply lighter. It has a healthy detachment to it. And I think a whole lot of us are looking forward to that as well. But this week is very immersive. There is concentrated energy on offer now. Energy that ultimately is asking us to understand more deeply what some of our most important lessons and learning has been certainly over the course of the last three years, the better part of the last three years, as Saturn has been moving through the sign of Capricorn. But it is now that we get to see it with a greater sense of acceptance and bring healing where needed. It is also now that we are invited to consider what it is that we have manifested. That is something that Capricorn energy is especially interested in. What have we actually manifested and where is it now that perhaps we can contemplate and consider seeing things differently, communicating things differently, perceiving differently and using the power of our minds differently so that we can manifest 
something better for ourselves and for the collective as well. Well, thank you so much for watching. What do you love about this week? Let me know in the comments below. I love reading you guys. And to prove it to you, here are some of my favorite recent comments on my YouTube videos. Thank you so much to everybody who comments, each and every one of you. I appreciate you so much. If you want to know how all the wonderful stuff this week speaks to you and your sign, log on to NadiaShaw.com. Sign up to be one of my superstars. Superstars get expanded, exclusive video scopes each and every week, unlimited access to special horoscopes, and so much more. All of this in the superstar space. I look forward to meeting you there. If you saw the new intro uh, to this video, you know that changes are afoot. There is going to be an exciting relaunch of Superstar that I think you will absolutely love. So be on the lookout for that. The announcement is coming on the 19th of this month. So that is right around the corner. Synchronicity University has all kinds of classes taking place right now and taking place in the new year as well. All kinds of classes, very exciting offerings, and you can choose your own tuition rate on all of these classes as low as just $5 a class until the end of the year, which really is right around the corner, not far away at all. But some exciting programs coming up include my winter 2021 series. Now for the winter series, I wanted to do for houses what I have been doing for planets over the last two years. So we have gone through each and every planet, looked at signs and houses and aspects. Now we're going to start doing that starting this year and into next year as well. We're going to start doing two classes per house. So first we're going to look at signs on the cusp of that house and what that tells us. And we're also going to look at ruling planets. We're going to look at uh, planets within those houses. So there's so much to learn here. I do think that coming up in 2021, more people are going to be thinking about how is it that they can bring something authentic, something that feels like a calling and have that align with their finances, especially with Uranus in the sign of Taurus and especially in 2021 with all those squares Saturn will be making to that Uranus in Taurus energy. And so it is going to be the first session of a brand new year that we are going to have two classes on the second house to understand how it is that you may approach prosperity and how you can create more prosperity for yourself. We're also going to have one class on the eighth house, the first of two on the eighth house this winter. And that class is going to be looking at money, power, respect. That's what I'm calling it because I do think that the eighth house is so consequential. It goes beyond just our understanding of wealth and goes to deeper layers of emotion and transformation. So we're going to have a lot to talk about there. We're going to have our first class on series through the signs and houses series, very important uh, asteroid playing out in 2021 and how that speaks to genuine care and nurturance. And we're going to have a class on astrology and the chakras. So there's lots to learn here. Very exciting. Links in the description below. Like I said, until the end of the month, as low as just $5 a class. I look forward to meeting you in class. We've already had over 200 people sign up for my winter session. So thank you so much for that. 
I think we're going to have a wonderful time come the new year. Now, speakers, this I'm so excited about. I have a brand new speaker series and I have a very special announcement having to do with the brilliant Michael Barwick and a five part series on fixed stars. Now that five part series on fixed stars, that was something that was requested that you guys wanted. He did a class in the last session back in September, the last session of the speaker series where he wanted, or rather he spoke of fixed stars and so many people wanted more. And so that's why Michael Barwick, the amazing, the brilliant Michael Barwick that you've seen on my channel a bunch of times, he's going to be back five weeks of fixed stars and yes, as low as just $5 a class. So link is in the description below to learn more about that. Michael is going to go through the major stars in each and every one of the signs and help you to understand how to interpret that in particular in your natal chart. And then speakers. I've got brilliant speakers coming up in January 2021 as part of the Synchronicity University speaker series for the brand new year. And this is something I'm so excited about to present to you some of the most brilliant minds in astrology today, future voices along with living legends right here and now. So our very big astrologer that I'm just so excited about, I just feel so very lucky that I was able to snag uh, him for this course. And that is the great, the one and only Michael Luton. Michael Luton is legend. He wrote horoscopes for Vanity Fair for 25 years. He is award-winning, internationally recognized. Uh, an astrologer of this caliber at this price point really is unheard of and he is going to be celebrating the Tibetan New Year with us. It is going to be Tibetan New Year Eve that his class is going to take place. So he is a part of the January speaker series with Synchronicity University. We've also got other brilliant minds as well. Patricia Walsh is a renowned evolutionary astrologer and she's going to be looking at Pluto signs and what that says about your generation. She's going to be going through all the generations alive today and what we can understand about them by understanding their Pluto sign. We are also going to have the amazing Alex Trenowith. Alex Trenowith is a renowned expert in the astrology of adolescence and she's been a teacher for many years. She's the author of many books as well. So we'll be understanding adolescence from an astrological perspective. So I think that's going to be really useful for a whole lot of us out there. We are going to have the amazing Akila Moon. Now you've seen Akila on my channel as well. She's going to be talking about Vesta and what that tells us about love uh, coming up. And Vesta in particular is an asteroid and a lot of students have been asking for more about different asteroids. And so Akila is just the perfect person to teach about that. She's so brilliant, so insightful. I'm really looking forward to celebrating her with you. And finally, Candace April. Now Candace is going to teach on Saturn Uranus square in 2021 looking ahead, what that's going to mean for us and for the collective. And, you know, I've already been mentioning the square. I think it's a very big deal. I spoke about it in the decade ahead video that I posted quite a while ago as well, because I do think that this particular Saturn Uranus square is going to be about integrating these very big changes that are already underway. 
How do we make sense of it? How do we live it? That's what this square is going to tell us. And we're going to get Candace's perspective on this very special alignment. And so again, choose your own tuition rate until the end of the month. Links are in the description below, or you can visit synchronicityuniversity.com. It is a very special time. And it's so special to be able to share these very brilliant minds in astrology today. I'm so uh, passionate about it. I'm so excited about it. I love celebrating these incredible astrologers with you. And I look forward to meeting you in class. Links are in the description below. Now my classes on tarot are underway at Synchronicity University. And I just wanted to give you guys a heads up. We are technically supposed to have just one class left on the Minor Arcana as part of a four part series. However, um, I have really enjoyed diving into each and every card very deeply. And earlier today I was teaching, we taught on the elements and the court cards. And um, given that there are so many more minor arcana cards to look at, uh, I was discussing with the students how they would feel about using not only next week for minor arcana, but to extend that to use our normal bonus Q&A class as a part five. And that way we would have enough time to really dive into each card to understand it. And in particular, this is tarot for astrologers. So it's about understanding what these cards are saying astrologically, numerologically, and so much more. Now I have been using the Toth deck. That is my preferred deck, but you're welcome to come with whatever deck you like to use uh, and explore and learn something more, especially where it comes to the astrological associations. And now you can actually purchase just the tarot package. And what that means is you will get the downloads of the classes that have already been taught and you'll be put on the list so that you get access to the live class for the classes that will be. And you'll also get the download. Whether or not you join us live, you get the download as well. So you can learn from these classes infinitely. I know how many people have asked for my tarot classes to all be put together, and they have been extremely popular. This package has been very popular. And for that, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for your trust. So if you'd like to learn more and join us, as we dive into each and every card in the tarot and its astrological correlations, links are in the description below or visit synchronicityuniversity.com. Now I have books. You can see books behind me. There's a book cover. There's a bookshelf. All of those are my books that I have written. Uh, thank you for the love and support and trust that you've shown to these books that I have written. My very first book, Astrology Realized, still going strong. This takes an overview of the historical and philosophical development of astrology from ancient times to the present day. That's the first part. And then the rest of the book is a beginner's guide uh, to understanding how to read birth charts. Now I would advise if you have the knowledge that is in Astrology Realized, you'll be able to keep up with any of the classes that we teach at Synchronicity University. Uh, I don't like to go too specific, too tech heavy. Um, I like to make my classes as accessible as possible. I ask my speakers to make the classes as accessible as possible to as many people as possible as well. But you'll be able to keep up easily if you have that very foundational knowledge that I outline in Astrology Realized. And then I wrote The Body and the Cosmos. The Body and the Cosmos is me taking the ideas of Plato and applying them to an astrological sky. 
And we have meditations in this book for each and every one of the signs, exploring the physical correlations uh, that the signs have to our body and the different parts of our body and the different parts of our spiritual selves as well. So thank you for all the love that that book has gotten. And then prayers to the sky. Prayers to the sky is what I call astrological magic light. So it's a beginner's guide, a feel to understanding how to create a personal connection, to cultivate a relationship with each one of the planets. And I outline that in terms of a practical guide, in terms of exploring the origin myths and more in prayers to the sky. And my most recent book, The Universe is Wise and Loving, that is looking at the nodes in astrology. And again, thank you so much for the love that that book has been getting as well. I go through each of the sign placements of the nodes, the house placements of the nodes, the nodes and aspect to the different planets. All of that is outlined in this book, as well as how I interpret and I understand the nodes in astrology. So if you'd like to know more about the nodes, which I think is incredibly important in interpretation, in prediction, as well as it speaks to karmic promises, karmic contracts, karmic events, all of that is laid out in the universe is wise and loving. And thank you again for the love that you've shown my books. Now, finally, two big announcements, two big deals. First of all, I am thrilled to announce that I have a very special partnership happening right now with the one and only the absolutely iconic Astro Twins. So I'll tell you, uh, there are times when I just kind of pinched myself. It's like incredible. The Astro Twins are absolutely iconic. They are a force in astrology. Uh, they are movers and shakers, and they have worked with just some of the biggest names in the world, really, uh, where it comes to astrology and their reach and all the books that they've written and so much more. And so I remember baby astrologer me looking up to the Astro Twins, and now to have this partnership with them is really incredible. So I'm so thrilled that I was asked uh, to participate in this very special offer that they have. And so what we've done is we've packaged some of my classes and their masterclass for 2021 and their book for 2021, which is a very thorough reference guide to what is coming up for the collective, but also to each and every sign as well. And so we've packaged this along with my two classes on the major arcana in tarot and the three classes I have in astrological magic. So it's all together. And normally this package would cost $300. Instead, you get it for $99. It is an incredible value, an incredible deal just for the ticket to the live masterclass with the Astro Twins is a really big deal in and of itself. But to have this package, my work and their work together, well, it really is a wonderful discount to everybody out there, but also it is such a joy uh, for me to share my love for them with you, to share what I have to offer and to be partnered with them. Um, how wonderful, just wow. Baby astrologer me inside is dancing. <laughs> like thinking about myself 15 years ago when I was just embarking on this and looking up to these people and now Astro Twins, I have a partnership with them. Michael Luton is coming to speak at my school. Like all of this stuff, it's pretty incredible. I mean, I'm just feeling very, very, uh, very grateful and that I get to share these people with you. 
uh, really is very special to me. So for Astro Twins and my partnership with them, click on the link in the description below. And finally, Cosmogram and I have a partnership as well where you can get my take on your unique birth chart. Now, until December 9th, they have a very special deal taking place, an extended Black Friday deal where you can get 50% off that chart that I wrote each and every section too. You go onto their website, you enter their birth data within hours, they will send you a PDF of looking at the different uh, planetary placements in your chart, the different uh, planetary aspects, and then my interpretation of them one at a time. So altogether, I wrote like 780 sections. You're not gonna have that many sections, of course, but whatever is relevant to your chart shows up in this report. There's a sample report on their website as well, so you'll know exactly what it is that you're getting. And to get this at 50% off uh, is really very rare. They didn't even do that for the anniversary sale that I have, which is always like, I like to think of as the biggest sale that I have every year on September 1st, but this is an even better deal. So 50% off only until December 9. After that, the coupon does expire and link is in the description below. Thank you. Thank you so much for this moment with you. Thank you for being here with me to celebrate the sky, to celebrate your lives. But of course, we are on the precipice of such big changes, such incredible new chapters are on the horizon. I personally am truly very excited by it all. And I look forward to celebrating it all with you. Well, thank you again. It'll be a great week. Enjoy.